Nerd News Now for now September, September 7th, 2020. We're all here today. Chaz, Jarek, and Miss Jen. Uh, well, September just came from out of nowhere, and now we're uh, approaching the end of the year. Um, movie theaters are finally open, and a movie came out. How about that? Like, uh, I was wondering how long this was going to take for uh, a major film to finally be released yeah. in theaters. Uh, it was Tenant, and it only made $20 million, But get, all things considered, I think that's pretty okay. Especially I mean, since I, my, I myself don't see myself going to a theater through the end of the year. So yeah. I've used to work at one of those, and let me tell you what, those are definitely not up to COVID standards, let's be real. Uh, <laughs> as much as I want to go to a movie theater, ugh, ugh, no, not worth it. All right, now, Jen, did you go and see a movie this week? Or I went and saw a movie twice again. Was that a was it Tenant or something else? Uh, Tenant twice. Oh, did that did that help? Justin, your microphone's on. I think it really it really really needed to happen because the first time through it's one of those movies that the first time through at the end of the movie that you kind of wrap your mind around it mm. but you have to go back and be like okay now i know what i'm supposed to be looking for i want to go back and see if it answers all the questions that i have still mm. the second time around answered all my questions except for one there's a question out there that probably needs a, a friend or two to go watch it <laughs> okay okay it's like watching Lost again, but like actually getting answers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Making sure. Everyone uh, hates the Lost ending so much, but it wasn't bad. I didn't mind it, honestly. To... I thought it was... What did you say? They lied to us? Yeah, I mean, early on, the fans said, "What it, we think it's purgatory, and they said straight up, it's not purgatory. And it's then purgatory, it's purgatory. Oh, spoilers! I haven't seen it. <laughs> I guess maybe, I know, man. I think like the, yeah. the three-month rule is definitely in effect. It's after effect. It's been well yeah. over three yeah, months. That was one of the guys, one of the people who did not see that that show. Oh, uh, sure. I, I think, but Jared, the problem is during the pandemic, I think we had to reset the spoiler rule because there's so many people watching so many shows they never watch. So yeah. we actually had to reset the six-month rule to March. So we can start talking about lost spoilers next. <laughs> okay, so. Well, too late. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. To be honest, I don't think Chaz is going to knock it out in the next month either. So I'm not even going to start watching it. So you're good, yeah. man. You guys so, are good. Uh, By the way, um, Mark, you kind of started this off wrong. You didn't ask how anybody was doing, what they've been up to. You went straight yeah. for me. Did that? Feel, but yeah. it, I put put off kilter. I'm, I'm trying. I I'm trying to side host here, and Mark, I feel you are to blame for this. I'm doing pretty okay. I'm kind of tired, but I mean, that's I think you're doing a great job. <laughs> I, I, I think you're doing a great job, Derek. <laughs> okay, whatever. How are you feeling, Miss Jen? How are you feeling today? Oh, gosh. I'm, <laughs> I've had a day. <laughs> mm. Are you tonight? Yeah, we had a, we had a, I wouldn't say a big sale, but it's not a big sale. It was a small sale. We, we knocked our uh, our dollar books down to ten cents. 
So it was it was a big sale because a lot of people came and bought a bunch of books, but it was for a little bit of money, which is fine. I wanted to turn it over to get new stock out. So. Oh right, that works. Awesome, Mark. What about you, man? What you been up to? I'm working. It's it's Labor Day. We're recording this on Labor Day. Uh, if anyone listens or watches after, and uh, I think we all worked, right? So who's off on Labor Day? I don't think anybody. Oh, the people from Chick Fil A, because I went there to go get my healthy breakfast this morning, and they were closed. Oh really? Yeah. Hey man, labor. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of God, godliness. There it is. It's off today. The government got to take the whole day off. <laughs> the government's been off since the pandemic hit. Let's be real. They were actually working before. Yeah. Um. Every day is yeah. labor day for government employees. Looking at you, mother. <laughs> Not the government's dime. Sitting at home watching bad TV all day. Ugh. Taking trips to Lufkin, Texas. Yeah. We're gonna go on a five and a half hour road trip to nowhere. <laughs> it's a big loop. Yeah, I get it, but like, man. Oh, that's, that's where our taxpayer dimes are going to that. Good thing. Spoiler. <laughs> and oh. you for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> How was your weekend, Mark? What now? How was your weekend, Mark? Just working. You know, working. Uh, sports is in full swing and uh so it all revolves around that, and everything is back. Football is back. High school football is back in Texas. College football is back, depending on what college you go to sometimes, or support, watch. Uh, it's very hard to know what all is going on because everyone's kind of doing their own thing with all the NCAA rules. Uh, some conferences are not playing, and they're allowing their teams to play elsewhere. But the, the main thing is that I want to know is, how Chaz, how are you doing? How are you doing, Chaz? Oh, I didn't. I didn't want you to segue into that. I just felt off kilter because you didn't start <laughs> off. I was like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Well, well, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, it hasn't been. It hasn't been the, my best week uh, overall. But I guess to sum it up, you know the little smiley faces uh, emojis on your on your in your phone. If I were to be, if I, I'm in a roller coaster with every single one of those circle smiley faces. Like all the different ones, it's a roller coaster ride for the past week. It's just been mm. crazy, crazy, everything. But uh, other than that, man, uh, I'm just drawn with a sharpie tonight, so it's gonna look like crap. <laughs> so yay! What do you usually use? Uh, I usually use these pens, um, the Pilot G two O sevens. Those are good pens. Those these are great pens. Um, love the ink with them. But um, I'm just going to go simple tonight. Draw, yeah. So, yeah, that's it. So, back to the movies. <laughs> um, well, here, well, here's the thing. Now I'm scared that there's a lot of uh, living, breathing emojis in my phone. They, I never thought about it that way. but you know, I'm I'm there. There. Yeah, obviously, Mark, obviously you never watched the, the, the true, uh, obviously based on a true story emoji movie, as Chaz just mentioned, um, in which it details the, the day-to-day life of uh, the various emojis that do live and breathe and do a whole bunch of other stuff here in these little handy-dandy phones, iPads, computers, I guess, all the other fun stuff. So um, I might want to do some research next time, bud. Well, that seems like a, uh, that seems like a terrifying Black Mirror episode where they're just all trying to get out. Believe me. Well, I mean, they're all on the roller coaster with me, and it is to te- it's terrifying. Nonetheless, yeah. it's not fun for the most part. But 
Yeah, I, I was Chaz. The re, I got excited because this is like the first actual box office we've had in four months. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, I was trying to I was trying to gauge how your week went based on if you went to a movie or not, which makes no sense in my head now. <laughs> but, but I didn't go to a movie. Jarek didn't go to a movie. I don't think you went to a movie, but Miss Jen, you went to one movie twice. Now here's what everyone wants to know: Is Tenant in fact connected to Dark Knight Rises? Uh, only in that Pattinson acts like an amazing acting job. He's 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 a great actor. I mean, I, oh, for people that have only ever seen him as a as a sparkly vampire, you should expand your horizons and watch his other stuff before you start thinking about whether you're gonna like him or not as a Batman. Yeah, that yeah. man can act. Yeah, uh, if you haven't watched it yet, you gotta watch Lighthouse. On top of that, if you're into weird um, kind of build them up horrors like that. The Lighthouse is definitely worth watching. He and, um, uh, what's his name? Wow. Uh, Green Goblin are both fantastic in that. Willem so. Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, not Willem Dafoe. I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, hey, Willem Dafoe are fantastic. And uh, I don't know, seeing Willem Dafoe's big old beard and sea talk is kind of weird. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that movie uh, and the fact that it's shot in like a grainy black and white three by four aspect ratio. Yeah. Uh, the lighting is just absolutely incredible. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Also, I, I, um, I had pointed out to someone, uh, there's a scene in which he is essentially cursing Robert Patton's character with like the sea curse, right? And this is like a two and a half, three minute ordeal of, like, of, of him doing this. And yeah. the entire time he is not blinking a, like, at once. And it just builds up this super intense, like, oh, my God. And then you watch the rest of the movie and you realize he's not blinking through most of the scenes that he's in, which kind of helps to further build up this tension that's happening. And it's just, it's awesome how something so small has such a big effect on a movie. Now, when you said to watch, you said to watch The Lighthouse on top of Tenet. Um, I, don't, I don't know on top of it. I'm just saying if you still need, you know to be convinced that he's a good actor outside of Twilight, watch The Lighthouse because it's going to really showcase that he is a lot more than just tell me what I am. Vampire. It's, it's good. He is a lot more than that. I can't love you because I'm an angel's death machine. Oh, you, yeah. I thought you broke some sort of code. By, like, you were, I thought you were saying, hold up your phone, watch The Lighthouse as you're watching Tenet, and it's going to give you like this <laughs> dual, like, dual universe layer. I feel no, like if, if, someone you watch, if you watch Tenet while also watching The Lighthouse, the key thing for that, though, Mark, is you need to also throw on Dark Side of the Moon in reverse. Um, that's the only way you'll be able to get this to work. And then the secrets of the universe will unlock. You will be fully woke, as the kids are saying nowadays, and they will uh, yait a lot of stuff away from you. Just saying. Well, the, uh, you're missing the step of wearing Dorothy's red shoes from Wizard of Oz and clicking your heels as all that's going on. No, then, no, not the shoes. You then if the you dress. Do that, that's, that's the magical part, is the dress, not the shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And the pregnant basket with the dog, right? Yes. No, no. That, that's an extra. Like the shoes. It's only the dress. Oh. Um, and uh, Miss Jen, I tried to make a poor joke saying, hey, is this movie connected to Inception? <laughs> so I put in another Nolan movie, and then I didn't know that the Batman was in it. So basically, <laughs> is this movie connected to Inception or not? Uh, I don't, I wouldn't think so. It has, has the same kind of mood and tone. And, um, I mean, the, 
thing that I don't think a lot of you don't get from the trailer very well is the idea that the main the main point of the the film the the idea concept of it is that time doesn't flow just one way. Mm. And so it, it it helps maybe if you paid attention in physics class to understand some of the information that's thrown at you in the movie. But for everything else, you just lean in and enjoy it. Just in, embrace the fact that everything that they're throwing at you, they probably have run through someone's science. They probably called up Neil deGrasse Tyson and said, does this the way that really works? And he probably said, yeah, of course. Mm. It's just... You know, it's a lot of it is like super hard to understand. It's different than is than Inception, right? The idea of planting someone, a concept in someone's brain by sleep, is actually harder to believe than what this movie puts out there. Is like that this really could actually be going on. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I definitely want to watch it. Uh, it's on my watch list for yeah. sure. I just I don't. It's not that I don't want to go to the theaters right now. I just don't have time to go to the theaters right now. But um, your your movie picks have been aces so far, Jen. So I'm all about watching it. That's for sure. My my hope is that at least I mean it, it surely has to be nominated for sound design, but it really should win for sound design because mm. it's just like for the arrival or for arrival. Yeah. It is it is a character in the film. The sound design for sure. Okay. Oh, nice. So, would you say you're gonna miss something if you're not listening to it on like you know theater grade equipment? I don't think so. As long as you have a decent system at home, you'll still get okay. the same. Yeah. Okay. No, you're supposed to you're supposed to turn the volume from the lighthouse all the way up. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I'm doing wrong. I had it mixed between. It was a well, perfectly balanced machine, and now I just needed. Oh, yeah. uh, Mark! Now I gotta rewatch it again for the fifth time. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, so, Tenant made twenty million. There's not really any frame of reference for that. Uh, we do know that after years of preparation, uh, New Mutants did not do well. It, it, who it thought that this was going to do well? I am so sorry, but who in their right mind thought this was going to do well? Oh, no. the trailer was horrible. Yeah, it was just bad. It wasn't even a. It wasn't. If you watch that that trailer, no. it did not say Marvel to me whatsoever. No. I was the characters. But like the coolest thing about that trailer was the you know the magic thing where she takes out like the sword. It's like oh awesome, and then but then it's also met with that in that same exact shot leading up to that is that really badly CGI beast monster thing. It's like what am I gonna? Uh, and then like I don't know. It it, it doesn't. I don't think it's going to do well past this. I don't think it's ever going to do well. It's a movie that I think, honestly, after the first time, they're like, I don't know. They should have just canned it. Because after, like, five rotations of, we're doing this finally. It's finally out of, you know, production hell. It's going to be good. I think people lost interest after, like, the second time. And now we're on, like, rendition 11. And it's it it, it, it doesn't look interesting. Chaz is right. It doesn't look Marvel. And it just, it just it looks bad. Like, it just, like, looking at it, it looks bad. <laughs> And it's yeah. funny because, like, all through like social media, you'll have Maisie out there going, "Hey, make," or she she was beforehand. She's probably not now. She's like, "Make sure you watch New Mutants." I'm like, "Who is this old lady?" Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't look anything like her character. She's even got a different hair color. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know who she is. I mean, if you if you haven't been living under a rock, but I just thought it was funny. She's like, "Watch our brand new movie." I'm like, "Dude, 
Like, it's not new. No. Well, one thing, they probably they filmed it four years ago now. So, at least the, before the reshoots. Right, yeah, exactly. And then, uh, so rounding out the box office was the Russell Crowe movie Unhinged. Uh, with one point. Oh, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one. Oh, uh, okay. off my radar. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's kind of a... Uh, was supposed to be released, you know, five months ago, and it's going to be interesting. Um, I do so have to say, that there was a trailer that showed up uh, pre-movie that I did not know was coming at all. It's a movie what? called Greenland. Have you guys have heard heard of Greenland yet? Yeah, it's oh. a place full of ice. No, this is a this is going to be eight. This is a a movie that's a mix between uh, 2012. And Deep Impact, so the near miss comet, which turns out to be uh, a lot of fragments that end up hitting the Earth. Hmm. It's a total awesome disaster movie. Like I didn't even hear about it before this trailer hit, and I was like, "Yeah, Miss Gerard Butler," and um, oh, I'm gonna forget her name. Um, Deadpool's girlfriend or Mouse. Um. Uh, Monica Brocken, something like that. Uh, yes. Yeah, her. Her. Mhm. Nice. I'm all about some disaster movies, especially since we have you know that asteroid, you know, not going to hit us here in November. So yeah. way to not? freak it out early. Exactly. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> now you said this Greenland movie. That's about a comet that fragments and hits Earth in a bunch of places. So is there going to be counter-programming where a meteor fragments and hits Earth in a bunch of places, much like the Armageddon to the Deep Impact? Of course. Called Iceland, right? Iceland. That's what, no, the no. idea that there's some, some underground facility there that everyone's trying to get to. Okay. Um, no, there's going to be a lot of movies like that because we've missed not only uh, four months of movies now, but four months of trailers. Yeah. And run-up and any kind of advertising. Um, and... We'll we'll see at the end of this like how many movies just go straight to, um, you know, just home, home on demand because I have no qualms about having spent twenty four dollars for Bill and Ted. I've already watched it twice. So, <laughs> and then and then uh, I was reminded that we bought Bloodshot. How did you that d- delicious movie of awesomeness? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I need to watch that a second time. I've still only watched that. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah so that's uh that's pretty much it for movies now the the question that remains is will bad boys for life at the end of this year end up being the highest grossing movie it's currently is <laughs> it's is what it's 202 million it's 202 million are people going to feel comfortable enough to go see Wonder Woman in November or December whenever it gets pushed back to again. Uh, Imagine that. You're, <laughs> you're going through, like, film box office history. And like, oh, yeah, these are these great, like, you know, films. They're, they're artistic. They're beautiful. People, like, they're, they're, they're cultural time films. They're awesome. Box office number 10. Number 10 five, one through five. Perfect. You get to 2020. Bad Boys for Life? What? And you see it wow. 200 million. It's like, What? It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. I honestly hope to God it does get this just for the sake of this conversation. I mean, No time man. to is going to destroy it in November. <laughs> well, yeah, that I mean, th- that, is, that is true. I just meant from 
the perspective of will theaters be open enough to have enough box office? Because now when you went when you went and saw Tenet twice this weekend, what was the situation there? Was it like a fourth full, half full? What what was the uh, the actual situation like? Sixteenth. I went uh, to the um, the Market Street uh-huh. Park both times, and I I would say there were maybe ten people total in each of those showings. Mm. Well, some of those theaters only hold ten people, so I guess one hundred percent capacity. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're not familiar with Market Street here in the Woodlands, Texas, it's small. It, I mean, it's like it was it was designed to be like an indie theater, but. At some point, you realize that's kind of just uh, a false term because they have to get the big budget movies in order to make money to stay in business. And I, I really do worry about theaters like that because they only have what, like five screens, yeah. And so yeah. they've probably been, you know, hit hit the hardest those small independent theaters. Uh, so hopefully they they survive all this. But yeah, they they typically have one indie movie if you're lucky. Yeah. It's a good place to catch like Oscar nominees though. They typically do a good job of getting rotating those in there. Um now moving to the small screen, who saw the boys season two? Oh yeah. Jarek, no. Chaz, no, yes or no? No? I failed. Again, oh. man, I just have too much stuff going on right now. <laughs> I thought man, I, I actually I had uh, customers come in telling me that it was actually going to be released on the 8th on a Tuesday. So that's, and I don't have Amazon Prime. So I only get it, for instance, last time I got it, it was for the boys. Yeah. So since I don't have it, I'm not seeing the advertisement. And I really, on social media, haven't seen anything about it whatsoever. So, yeah. What's that? They actually dropped it even earlier. It was supposed to release on Friday. And well, we watched uh, the first three episodes on Wednesday for for Prime members. It had dropped early some for some reason. I don't know why. Early access VIP, mm-hmm. VIP Prime, son. Hey. Primer. Hey. <laughs> well, it was the uh, it, it was kind of a, a different release because they released episodes one through three, and yep. then and then it's going to be one at a time from. Friday, this coming Friday on. Uh, so, Miss Jim, what did you think? Oh, it's just like just when I thought that they couldn't get <laughs> any more like uh, like graphic in their Ooh. destruction or find any more deplorable human beings to be superheroes, they surprise me. It's so good. You're just like, I, I want to look away. I should not like this because it's... <laughs> What does it say about human nature? I mean, <laughs> like you can't look away. When like the trailer they dropped most recently includes um, <laughs> them driving a boat into a beached whale, you know this season's going to be great. Um, I was I, that's that's I watched that here in the store. I'm like, oh, I had to like quickly make sure no one was behind me watching this as well because it was. Uh, you're right, it is very graphic, but it is such an awesome scene, and I'm super excited to watch this. <laughs> And oh, one of those, and you you know that they were going to have to add more deplorable characters after what happened last season. But one of the one of the big additions is Stormfront, mm-hmm. uh, a little different from a little different from the comic. But we know that with the announcement of Jensen Eccles next year playing Soldier Boy, who obviously came to fame during World War II, 
we know that that character we're going to get some flashbacks uh of of stormfront and uh not a nice person at all and played by the the lead of you're the worst if you ever saw that on effects and she does a wonderful Oh, that is her. I didn't put Aya Cash. Okay. It's Aya Cash, and she is phenomenal. And because the first two episodes, you're like, oh, I, you know, I like her. She's a, she's a good counter to um, everyone else, and she's kind of like standing up for different things. Nope, she's a terrible person. Spoiler, but uh, you know that anyone on the seven minus Starlight has has the tendency to be a terrible person, some more than others. Um. They're doing. They're actually doing a really great job with character development in that first three episode arc because they are they are having somewhat of a redemption for a couple of the seven, and then uh, some other members just get worse than what they were in season one, which which I didn't think was possible. But uh, yeah, that's good. So. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Now, since you guys have watched the first three episodes, uh, Soldier Boy, at any time does he go? Do get out the way. <laughs> no, he's not uh, not in the show yet. They mentioned him once. Not no. not 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 he. They cast him for season three, so um, I don't... They're, they're gonna miss a very. They're gonna miss a big thing right there if they don't do a. Yeah, move, they're gonna get out the way at least once. Just yeah. I like the I like the surprise cameo by Patton Oswalt himself. Oh, that was. Uh, Patton Oswalt has done a lot of weird comical uh, cameos. That has to be the weirdest by far. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait till you guys. <laughs> like that, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, weird, but also endearing because I think, like, like I said, there's a lot of interesting character development going on in that show. Um, now. So this is sort of like a hybrid format uh, rather than being able to binge it all at once. I kind of wish they would do, you know, two episodes a week from here on out. Mm. But I guess they probably feel like if you were going to, you know, sign up for the subscription just to watch the show and then get out of there, um, maybe they're hoping if, if they can keep you for like six to eight weeks, maybe it'll just keep going after that. But I do like the, the three episodes at once. That was cool, and then that's what is- I was about to say. I mean, if um, since they're dropping it that way, somebody like me who's coming in to buy just to watch the boys, it's smart as far as where they're coming from. But I don't like it because I know I'm gonna have to pay that extra month for, you know, I- I'm gonna get two episodes, whatever the last one is. I mean, they're gonna set it up just right where I'm gonna have to pay that extra month to either yeah. see the last two episodes. So marketing genius. For me, yeah. But of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna shell out the money. I mean, that's just obvious. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of those shows where if you're into comics, um, or even if you're not, I mean, it's it's really an addictive show. I think yeah. there's like like Jen said, uh, they're all terrible people, but it's just done so well. <laughs> it just it's really done. It's really done well. It's kind of like. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's like Breaking Bad, where they had to have worse characters than Walt, Walter White and Jesse to remind you that those guys were the heroes because of what they were doing. <laughs> and it's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just thought, uh, but yeah, the three, first three episodes are good. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to that. Probably that and Lovecraft Country are my two favorite current shows. I watched that so. too. That's uh, on HBO, right? Lovecraft. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, that is four episodes in, and that's a, a week to week. So, um, one uh, a bonus with the boys. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, Jen, but they have uh, a new after show hosted by Aisha Tyler, who's one of my favorite people ever. Uh, and it's called Inside the Boys, and it just provides insight, much like I guess Talking Dead was probably the most famous right. after yeah. show that's been. Um, and then that kind of went away. But with Amazon Prime, I think it's a good idea because it's basically just like a 30-minute bonus feature. It's not anything that you would necessarily feel like you have to watch. But if you really enjoy the show and you want to hear from creatives and uh, actors and, and background information and how they do the whale scene, for example, they spend a good 10 minutes talking about that. So. <laughs> That's cool. Nice. Uh, yeah. That, now, do they have like... Do they have a Talking Dead, uh, you know, hashtag like they do in Talking Dead? Like, my favorite of all time, honestly, is Herschel's Bloody Stump. So if, they, if the boys have like a, you know, have an after action report with hashtags in it, I'm sold. Because uh, there's some good. <laughs> I haven't. No, uh, not that I've seen, no. But uh, there's, some, there's some good jokes in there for sure. Uh, there's some. The, the, she's, a, she's an awesome host. And uh, yeah, the show, I just like the cast and the creative team behind it. So that's something to check out on there. Um, so sticking with stream, streaming services, we're going to play a game here because this is to uh, this is to celebrate the fact that uh, Nielsen ratings, which have been around for decades, to measure what people watch on TV, and then they sell those to companies to get the demographics they want, and that's how you kind of determine how much to charge for commercials and stuff, right? So yeah. we know that the Nielsen ratings have been around for decades. For the first time ever, they have released the data for streaming services. So they released really? this, they yeah they released this information three days ago. Now the data we're about to talk about is from August third to August ninth. Um, all ten shows on this li- on the top ten list were from Netflix. So I don't know I don't know if they're just destroying the competition or if they're putting their data more out there because they had actually complained. Uh, three or four years ago, that you know, the the Nielsen ratings were kind of unfair because they don't include streaming services. So I would assume it's dependent on how and how they're getting the data and how much they're getting to be able to accurately portray this. But the top ten list came out. One one original show is on that list. So first, uh, can you guess what that was? And remember, this was now a month ago. So what came out a month ago, and we talked about it on this show, so you know it's nerd-related. What do you think the number one show was? Last month? What month are we in? We're, <laughs> we're in September. This, this was from August 3rd to August 9th. What came, dude, everything just kind of... So it's, a, it's an original show. Yeah. And you said they're all, they're all from Netflix? Well, it's a, it's original show. Sorry, it's, it's an ongoing series. It's the only ongoing series... On this list, oh, it came out in October in, in August. It's nerd related and on Netflix. Uh, so much Netflix, I don't even know. You only have watched the Netflix recently, Star Trek, and I doubt that's what we're talking about. No, but besides the boys, what other comic book series are hot? Uh, comic book series, we got. And they're on uh, Netflix. It's The Flash, um, but it's not original. Supergirl's on. That's uh, that's not. Um, 
which Stranger Things, but that didn't come out last. Yeah, Lock and Key has been out for a while, so I doubt that's it. No, that's not it. Is it Umbrella Academy? It is. Oh, that did come out recently. You're right. So, <laughs> and and the, the interesting thing about this, uh, so they clocked this by minutes viewed, right? Umbrella Academy during that week had 3.01 billion with a B view, minutes really? viewed. 3 billion minutes viewed. This was three times the amount of the of the next show. So we right. won't spend too much time on this because it's very random. But do you think that with between the three of you, you can guess any other shows two through ten? The Office. Uh, yeah. Parks and Rec. Which one? You want to do? You want to go around the table, maybe? Sure. We'll start with uh, Jim. Go ahead. Community. No, not on there. All right, who's next? Jared. Parks and Rec. Not on there. What? Black. No, wait, wait, sorry. It's at the very bottom of the list. Ten. Hey, hey. But you got it, you got it. So, uh, Chaz. Bing. All right, so we're talking about last month, so Cobra Kai wouldn't be on there. No. Well, no, but, th but these are also shows that have been done. These are, like, syndicated shows. Oh, okay. All, what about all, Lucifer? All these shows are are off the air. So Lucifer, was Lucifer out yet? No, and that's still going. Yeah, no, I don't know if it was out for streaming yet. That's okay, okay, then The Office. Uh, no. Mm. Lies and deceits. I call. I call oh, shenanigans. Yeah, no, I'm I'm kidding. It's a it's number four. So okay. you you actually have the highest one. I'm gonna I'm gonna say my next one is Forensic Files. No, but you know what? You're you're very close because if you think of like CBS shows and how many people watch have watched those over the last fifteen years, uh, Criminal Minds is on there. Yep, so that's it's, the next one. it's like and and it seems that these are scripted series because now that you mention it, uh, like there's not any shows that are like Forensic Files or like the the docu series. But it's uh, number two is Shameless, number three Grey's Anatomy. Uh, you have The Office, Criminal Minds, NCIS, another CBS show. In the Dark, which I'm not familiar with what that is. That's the only one on the list I don't know. And uh, Dexter, which is an odd one because that's been gone from my peripherals for so long. And then Supernatural, which mm, technically is ending. Um, and then, like Jarek said, Parks and Rec. So. Boom! Which uh -huh. is going over to uh, Peacock, I guess. Um yeah. There we go. So yet another reason to have Netflix. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, what show was it that people were freaking out that it, that it left? And I can't. Oh, it was uh, that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Show, September 7th. Like, you go to Netflix and it almost, it almost did like a Thanos thing where it like crumbles away and says, this show is no longer available. <laughs> and I it's basically they renew their contract. I wish they would do that every month for all the stuff that's leaving. Or yeah. like for the stuff that left the previous month or whenever it does leave Netflix, it's just as you, you, you log in, you go to your profile, the first thing you see is, here's friends, and now it doesn't feel so good, Mr. Stark. And I'm perfect. I think it'll be awesome. And then and then it can even teach you, it can even like let you start to watch it and then it just goes to color bars or something. 
even that, I think that's even better. Like, you know, if, if you know it's been on your most recent, like, you know, you've watched this recently list, you've got to click it again. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wind down. I'm going to watch some Parks and Rec. You know, Amy Poehler, she's kind of funny. Why not? Click. Oh, hey, we're doing this. Here's a joke. You say, you know, here's the punchline. And, oh, no. Perfect. Sold. 100%. Yeah. I need a streaming service that does this. Um, But it's weird that, like, I guess the shows that are always trending, like the ones I read, like that 70s show, I guess there's always someone either watching that for the first time or the 21st. Yeah. Just weird that that, that people would be, that would run their day. Like my, my labor day is ruined because I was going to watch that 70s show and now I can't watch. But I I was never a big, that 70s show dude. Like I I watched the show and there was some of it that was really cool, but it never, it never grabbed me in the way it did a lot, a lot of people. But, you know, like, you know, obviously The Office is one of those where you can just sit and just binge, like, ten episodes, you're like, what day is it right now? Um, and you just watch the same episodes over and over, you just find new stuff, and it's just so hokey and awesome. I love it. But, yeah, that 70s show? Nah, not a big fan. Nah. I don't see that as, like, a bingey show to watch, honestly. It just doesn't so feel good riddance. But I'm just saying, say, it's, uh, it's got a boot somewhere, that's for sure. <laughs> but in general it's just odd to see what is trending and why i mean it's just like friends two years ago kind of came back with a vengeance I, I don't know if it was like a new generation or the fact that it was it was on netflix and then they pulled that off for the you know uh contractual purposes and then moved it wherever but it's just like any at some point i guess what i'm saying is frazier is going to have a big renaissance Stop trying to make Frasier a thing, Mark. Frasier's never going to be a thing. <laughs> well, Frasier's coming back, though, right? It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Coming so but, there's going to be a big resurgence about uh, with Frasier. Plus, I actually, I like that show. I get a lot of the jokes. It's very highbrow, so I feel a little, little smart about it. But uh, not so much when I'm watching it with friends or loved ones. <laughs> where they're just like, what? I don't like this. Because yeah. like, you don't get it. <laughs> Go watch Beavis and Butthead and leave me alone. And they're like, what's that? <laughs> Go watch that 70s show, like the pleb that you are, <laughs> you peasants. I would just think at some point something like Cheers would be on younger people's peripherals because of, you know, Frazier was on that for so long. I mean, he was on TV for, what, 22 years straight, if you combine both shows. Uh, but, no, it's Friends. It's like it's always about Friends. Yeah, yeah man, Friends are life, dude. Not for nothing, you know, I remember as a kid, Cheers being, like, super popular and whatnot. Not obviously being a kid, I didn't watch it, but it came, it's, like, on Netflix or Hulu or one of the things, and I started watching it, and it was one of those that I would put on while I'm doing something, because they had, like, a few good one-liners in it, but it's very dated, but, um, so I think that's, I don't think it's going to hook a lot of the millennials, but, of course, Norm is just brilliant, you know, Cliff is great. And I, I don't know if this is true, but I was told Cliff Notes are from Cliff. They named Cliff Notes after Cliff from the show Cheers. That I do not know. I have no idea. I've heard that I'm story. Google that right now, actually. Yeah. Cliff, um, because he was very just, well, you know how Cliff was. Yeah. Millennials can watch it. So, like, I've been watching that Star Trek recently because that's like, the mindset I'm in. And I watched it. I just finished up DS9. And uh, one of the characters in there in Quark's bar is Morn, who is the creators have very specifically said, yeah, no, he's a norm, you know, 
<laughs> callback. It's all this is. It's all this really is. And every time he's like, he's there. It's like, ah, I'm born. Blah blah blah. And it's, it's great. I love it. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <in space. laughs> that that's that's cheers in space on deep space. Um, let's talk about comics because I honestly can't remember. Have we talked about? Maestro number one and the three jokers because I, I know we were going to get to both of those last week. Did we, we need actually to talk about three jokers no matter what? That has to happen. Okay, oh yeah, well, you were because you weren't on the show last week, right? So, what no, what were your no. thoughts of three jokers? Uh, awesome. Um, I've really enjoyed I don't know, I don't, I don't read a lot of superheroes and like DC Marvel stuff, but I know kind of the background of what's happening because I like, kind of have to because you know where I am. Um, so even having just the basic background I had, it was epic. I've been telling people, even if you don't normally read Batman, if you have like really no idea what's happening, but you have the basics, this is gonna be a book that's gonna like just blow your mind, man. And it was just, it was fun, it was good. Um, and I was talking to Chaz about it earlier, but like uh, you know, when's the last time you missed? Is just one of those great moments where it's like, oh, what's uh, what's happening here? What's gonna happen in the next issue? Come let me September twenty seventh already because I want it. It was good. Now, and this is a mini series, right? Is it is it three issues or? Just three, wow. Just three. Yeah. And, th- and this was the black label uh, line, but it was formatted like a regular size comic. Which... <laughs> it's beautiful. Ugh. I just, uh, that magazine format is cool, but then it's, it's a storage. No. Yeah. Just long boxes and what. Uh, uh, Jen, what did you think about the three Jokers? I I liked it. But it didn't it didn't hook me the way that Joker War has, honestly. Mm. And I it's so funny that I got sassed a little bit in a retailer group about um, I think they were trying to say because I was I was happy. I was like, I'm, I, I predict them to sell out before the first you know weekend. They're like, do you buy to sell out of a, an event series on the opening weekend? And I felt like, are you trying to tell me that that's a bad thing? Because let's have a talk. Right. <laughs> What? That's ins- yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, but do you know that I own a business? <laughs> like, well, that's ridiculous. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Sell all the things we bought? <laughs> right. Well, did they, did they possibly mean that with like, I mean, have you have you sold out every issue of Empire, like Marvel's Empire? No, but uh, I also, that's a longer run, right? Right. I, okay. I had an order to have at least like one of the number one on the rack by the time you get up to the, the last one. But for yeah. a little short three piece, I think it's okay. Like you probably at this point, you feel like anybody that hadn't already got it in their pull box or on their wish list with the, the amount of time that we had between the time they announced it and the time that it released, there probably aren't necessarily going to be a person that's going to pick that book up anyway. So I think in this specific instance, you know, the people that wanted it probably got it. Mm-hmm. And then also it's Batman and Joker related. So, I mean, that's going to have a higher emphasis put on it than, you know, any kind of an event. Because typically the event, they don't really tell you what all it's about until because they want you to read it. But with something like Three Jokers, I think it's just tailor-made to sell out. Because it's, it's the Joker and Batman and people just cannot get enough Joker. Uh, Chaz, what were your thoughts on it? Um, I, I really, I, I dug it. I, I was really concerned about how they were going to introduce the three Jokers, and uh, I thought they did that really well. Um, 
the story, I'll pro- I, I'll agree with Jen. The story's probably not as strong as a lot of the DC Black Label stuff. But me being a fan, um, Joker, Batman, like it kept me engaged. I really d- dug it. I thought uh, Jason was just like balls to the wall, and yeah, he's so unpredictable. You don't know what's going on right now. And then Barbara, towards the end, you know, um, some of her last stuff. You don't know where she may be going. And um, Jarek made a comment, I think it was through text. He said, reading the book, you hear Mark Hamill, like all three, you know, all three Jokers. But I only got that for two because I, growing up, I was watching a lot of the Super Friends. So the Joker with the big long tie, you know, the skinny uh, bow tie and whatnot. I hear that Joker from the Super Friends, but the other two are Mark Hamill. So I guess I can, uh, you know, I can, I don't know, it helps me. Like yeah. calm this down, maybe. But uh, I, I, overall, I think it's great. I, I can't wait um, to find out where they're going with it. Like I, I'm already all in for two and three. Yeah. And, um, it's it's pretty cool. It's a lot better than I expected. It checked all my boxes so far, as far as uh, Batman jazz. Does anyone hear uh, Jared Leto from Suicide Squad when they're reading a comic? No. If if you do, please uh, just. Just go home. That was the compromise yourself right now. You deserve to go home. You deserve to be locked up. Yeah. There is no going back. (laughs) Um, And then, did anyone get a chance to ever check out uh, Maestro? I thought that was a really cool read. I did too. I'm not like a huge Hulk fan. I was when I was a kid, but I was like, let me get, let me give it a read. Um, I kind of dug the book where like I'm in for issue number two. So uh, I, I think it's um, that's cool. It's kind of taken out. It's it's taken away from all you know, all the Avengers jazz. Like it's just him. Like he's not relying on anybody. Plus the villain. I guess you could put that in quotes this time. The villain who shows up, pretty surprising. But then again, where he's at, maybe not so surprising. I'm just I'm curious as to where it's gonna go. Plus he has long hair, so I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, you can definitely see why Peter David is regarded as one of the, the greatest writers of Hulk ever because he had that mythos to pull from. And then the scene, the, the art, like especially Hulk battling the Sentinels and stuff. It was awesome art. Uh, Jen, did you get a chance to read that one? I did, but man, I, I think it, I read way more stuff afterwards because I can't pull it up in my brain for what went on. <laughs> okay. Well, you know how it started out was pretty. It was pretty cool how it started out at first because you're like happy for him, and uh, you know he's got this family, and then all of a sudden the Avengers show up, and then you're like, wait, what's going on? So, I find my I found myself confused along with the Hulk until you find out what's going on. You know, when he's I don't know. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but. Yeah, I, you find yourself, and then once you find out uh, what's really going on, um, it kind of opens up the story, and you're like, okay, now I see what's going on. Because uh, I thought at first that it was going to be this long, drawn-out pre-story as to how it became Maestro and all this jazz. So, But afterwards, I was like, dude, yeah, I'm in, man. That's cool. It was very cool, and that's a five-part series. Um, about a character who I don't really know anything about. So it's it's definitely the way they set it up. It's very much Hulk-centric, even though it's called Maestro, but I think these next four issues after that 
will uh, it'll be the uh, the meat of the series. So, uh, Jarek, did you get a chance to read that one? I've not. That one managed to miss my uh, my radar. Just in terms of reading it, I mean, yeah. yeah, I don't really, I don't read too many comics actually, so I don't know. Yeah. I will give them a thumbs up though. I kind of got giddy like after the story opens up, like the Hulk looks like Weapon X, and I was like, ooh. Mm. So maybe this is what is this what we're doing? Like we already had Hulk Hulk like earlier, but is this what we're doing? We doing some uh, some Weapon X jazz? Uh, spoilers, no. But I thought it was really cool. <laughs> um. So we we we've mentioned those two books the last couple of weeks or so. Uh, anything else that you guys haven't mentioned that maybe you read from a month ago, three weeks ago, recently? <clears throat> that you encourage people to go back a couple weeks and check out. Um, no, I know I read, uh, for free comic book summer, uh, the dark one, uh, as their preview to the new Brandon Sanderson, uh, graphic novel coming out. And that's, I read it in store one night. I'm like, cool in the system. I'm like, yep, put me down for one right away. So the graphic novel comes out, cause I'm buying it. Um, so I mean, that was something that I thought was really nice. Uh, um, if you can find it anywhere else for free comic book summer, definitely pick it up and check it out. It's worth it. Jen, what about you? Uh, last week, my big pick was uh, they only find them when they're dead. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, is, is, there, and mm-hmm. is there a spoiler-free way to explain what that one's about? Since that title's kind of <laughs> out there. Um, if you watched Guardians of the Galaxy and saw um, the the Nowhere, which is mm. the, the dead Celestial's head, and thought to yourself, uh, I would like to know more about Celestials and what they're about. Um, this this will hit your the, the the radar for you for where you if you wanted to I, without spoiling anything that's as close as I can get to you. Okay. This this it's a sci-fi, and it uh, I can't tell you anything else. It's really really good though. I, I think it's going to be. I think they're already announced a third printing. The second printing already went through about FOC I think and sold out. So. Damn. Yeah. And Chaz, what about you? Um, no, I'm never really haven't caught up on anything besides those other two. Um, Transformers meets My Little Pony. I I, I ponied up on that one, and <laughs> you know what? And number two coming out. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I ponied up on that book, and I finally got to read it. And you know what? It's not as bad. As I thought it was going to be, because you know it's no. you know a kid's book for the most part. But uh, how they put them together was uh, pretty fascinating. It was cool. So if you get a chance, we're sold out of it. We sold out fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, uh, only because I, I forced it on everyone. I was like, "Have you seen this? This is amazing." But um, yeah, man, I don't think I'm. I mean, other than the Joker War, obviously, which is phenomenal. I don't think I'm reading anything else. So no. Uh- and then so we'll, we'll transition to comics coming out this week. And I know you guys order, you know, weeks and sometimes months in advance. But as far as this week, Jen, I had a question. So there's a character coming to the Marvel Universe who's been established for probably 60, 70, 80 years now. Uh, and one that I watched as a, a kid in the live action series fighting Kaiju. And that is Ultraman. Yeah. So what can you tell me about how that do you know anything about how that came to be like why is ultraman having marvel comics was there a prehistory there or is this much kind of like how they picked up the 
Conan licenses and then in the future the alien, you know, coming aliens are coming over. But uh so Ultraman for Marvel, what do you know about that one? I think that it was another one of those like surprise, there's something that's a trailer of the movies that you had never heard of before. Mm-hmm. I I it wasn't on my radar for it coming. It was like when I at initial orders was the first time that I had heard anything about it. Characters cool if you're a lover of the cool Japanese stuff you'll like it. It's it's a good place to jump in. And then uh, I think uh, people are probably, if they're not familiar with it from the, the years of uh, dubbed action series and things like that, there was a Netflix series in 2018 or 19, the anime, based mm-hmm. off the, the manga. And of course, manga fans, uh, it's been a long-running series uh, for that too so that'll be interesting but i mean if you like giant robots and kaiju which most people do mm-hmm. uh definitely check out rise of ultraman that comes the five out. issue series as well five issues yeah and really uh from what i remember like the description just do you like the same thing what you're saying right now is like the description <laughs> do you yeah. like robots and big fighting things uh yeah so did you like pacific rim yes buy this yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm hearing. That's, I think uh, they're battling a mystery warrior. I don't know. <laughs> um. So, Jen, what else? What, what's coming out this week? That people Marvel's like Amazing Spider-Man, X-Force, X-Factor, and then about 20 billion second and third prints for all you speculoos. Come on over. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. a one of second and third printings coming out this week, which is ridiculous. I know, I know. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters is one of those, right? That's on the third printing. Mm-hmm. And of mm-hmm. course, they put uh, it's a it's a Boba Fett cover, so you know people are gonna pick that up. Yep. But uh, now, when you say, oh, just in case people aren't familiar with the uh, the speculator term, do people speculate which of these second, third, fourth prints are gonna have more value than the original? Is that what you mean when you say? For them to come out or well there's a bunch of sites where people speculate about which ones will be worth the most uh in the second market and it's kind of interesting because they tend to make their decisions literally the night before the books come to us so we can't do anything we can't order any more and usually they decided on based on what's already sold out at distribution, so you can't get any more either. So there's no way you can move the needle. That's how they, they decide whether it's a smaller print run. And it's smart, right? It probably is. The reason why they're sold out is because the print run was really small. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a fun thing to have, like every single cover of those things. But it's, it's made it into a weird market where on opening day, so like on Wednesday, when we put things out on the rack that are like second and third prints, most of them are worth 10 to $15. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird world in that way. Yeah, and yeah, there's and it, like she said, there's uh, yeah, the, you got Bounty Hunters, which is a third printing. Uh, Darth Vader number three is a second printing. Strange Academy two is a third printing. Thor's got two. Thor one is a third printing, and then Thor three is a fourth printing. And that's just, and I, I'm sure there's like one or two other ones. But it's just, I think the majority of all the new comics coming out is stuff that we've already had. Oh, Batman 90 is in a, a, a third printing as, as well, I believe. So it's just, it's, I don't know, it's it's fun. It's fun because I like, I like my comics in order. So when I, if I got Batman 96, 
I don't like to put Batman 90 in front of 96 because the people who come in, they're like, these are out of order. What, what's going on? And then you have to explain to these people. But as Jen said, half the time, these people are coming and buying them all up anyway, so I don't have to worry about it too much. But it's hard to keep up when it's at a fourth printing and you're like, which one is which? Uh, thankfully, Marvel puts it on the, the, the front. I don't know if DC does. But then it, all of them are different colors, so that helps. But then you got to remember the colors. It's ridiculous. Crazy. It's gauge the demand too. It's just yeah. like yeah. how many? How many do you? At what printing do you need to like narrow it down to one or two copies instead of the ten or twenty you're ordering, which is ridiculous because it's probably more than you bought of the number one right. or the first printing. So gotten a little bit convoluted where you're adding more and more and more to every single printing run number instead of going down. Yeah, exactly. It's so it's so weird. It is weird. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I know Empire, uh, The Avengers of Fantastic Four, I guess it's Aftermath and Fallout are both coming out. Those are number ones. And then everybody and their mama loves this character. Super popular. Venom. It's the web of Venom. Wraith. Right. So that's coming out. That's going to be a number one, and that's going to be super hot. Um, and then and the Alex, Alex Ross covers start this week, too, I think. Yes. Uh -oh. I certainly do. Mm -hmm. I'll be on it. Uh, now, are, those, are, are the Alex Ross covers, are those all completely random? Like random characters on uh, just random comics? Or is there any rhyme or reason to that? Except for like, uh, I think that the Fantastic Four ones that are coming out in a few weeks, there there's four of them. And they are the four Fantastic Four characters then. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, they'll do, like, for uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, they'll have Spider-Man, but then, like, you'll have Marauders with, like, She-Hulk on it or whatever. It's something random. Um, but, yeah. I guess there's some method to the madness, but not, not I don't, too much. I don't think there is. They've been doing that for years, where it's just like, why is this character on the cover? Or remember when they did the, uh, and it actually, like, spawned um, really high prices for certain covers, but, like, remember when they did that with uh, Gwen Stacy, and that's how they came up with Glimpool, you know, and so like, this is like random, and then you have like, then you would have like Dr. Gwen, it's like Dr. Gwen Stacy's Dr. Strange is like, uh, that's way too much of a stretch. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so that, that, and they, they've done that with Mary Jane, they've done that with, with uh, like the Venomized, like, uh, covers in the past. Um, I'm interested in that. Stargazer by uh, Mad Cave. That's that's uh, dropping. Mm. Oh yeah, it sure does. Mm -hmm. That's an abduction book, or is it? Uh oh. Mm. All right, you take oh. note, people, because when Jin speaks in code like that, you better yeah. take notice. All right. So, I've taken so so going back to the whole like which cover is going to be worth X amount or what, but as a collector. Sometimes you just want a cover because it's the coolest cover available of that comic. I think that's probably going to happen with Nightwing 74 this week, right? Because the the 74B is punchline, and there's already limits on that, you know, everywhere online. Uh, mm -hmm. People cannot get enough of that character, especially on the cover, even though now she's been on several covers. But, like, her, but the first week she was on, you know, a cover by herself, it was like she would have stopped in their tracks, so... That Nightwing 74 is obviously a Joker Ward tie-in, but that specifically is the punchline variant. So yeah. 
Well, I think, you know what, at first, obviously, Joker, anything with Joker sells, and then you've got Punchline. Now you've got one of the, you've got somebody going against, like, one of the biggest female characters in comic book history, right? Harley Quinn. Now you've got somebody going right up against her. And I think nobody knew what to expect, but I think a lot of people, maybe myself a little bit, was expecting yet another Harley Quinn, just some Conan jokey, whatever, and maybe she was a one-off, maybe Harley wins early on, and boom, she's no more, but... Punchline is a powerhouse. She is a she's a force to be reckoned with, and she takes no crap from nobody. And she could definitely be a mainstay. And not even that, she could totally. I mean, she could wreck shop. I mean, she has wreck shop already. Um, but I think that's gained her even more popularity because she's not jokey. She's she's straightforward. Like she's ruthless, man. So she's just somebody who's so far has got a good storyline and what she's doing. And. Uh, I'm one of those cats, man. If you put her on a cover, I'm buying it. All day long. <laughs> as far as far as other books this week of note, at least to me, something is calling the children number 10. Wonder Woman 762, there's a new villain, Liar Liar, uh, first appearance. Uh, Bill and Ted are doomed, number one, from Dark Horse. And then this one caught me off guard because I've been reading this comic for nine or ten years, and it comes out kind of just whenever uh step of legend uh volume five number four jen how often has that one been coming out uh once a year or something <laughs> like like one but one issue right not even volume like i i think it was like two the the free comic book day of this current volume which is a call to arms came out in 2016 or 2015 so it, it has been taken like a year just for an issue it's typically a five uh, issue volume and then they put it in a nice uh, trade most of the time so ever since that got uh, kind of picked up by Disney what three four five years ago it's been taking longer so I don't know if it's just production or they got other stuff going on but if you've never read stuff of legend that that's a, a good book to, so uh, Mark Mark did you describe it as the stuff of legends it really is okay. I mean it's like just teddy bears and they're like <laughs> So if you're into teddy bears, gang. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's an awesome, awesome story. Uh, any last nerd words from any of you before we take off for this week? Dice. Dice. My last nerd word. Not, so what, what about painted miniatures? Because you're usually big on that. Oh, man. I've been painting one miniature for like weeks now, and it's driving me crazy. So I bought more miniatures to paint instead of that one. So that's where I'm at. So. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I'll show it once it's finally finished. I'll get pictures out for y'all so you can see is how how nerdy my life lies, and it is very nerdy and it's very boring. I'm a very boring person apparently right now. All right, well, and then I, I got I got this before we got to show. We got to show. It's awesome. You were worried about that's awesome. That it's in Sharpie, so it looks all crazy, and he's black. He's a black bunny. He's black black bunny. Looks awesome on on uh on Skype right here. Oh. Now, did you? Did someone ask you to draw that? Because I know you drew Daffy Duck, and it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, you picked up, yeah, for the uh, the official Daffy Duck uh, uh, page or whatever, which was cool. But uh, no, I told someone uh, a couple weeks back. I was like, I'll draw Looney Tunes for you. I t I told him like every single day, and I was like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. So anyway, um, yeah. So Looney Tunes. I'm trying to I'm trying to get away from my my Marvel bubble. Like I drew. Um, 
And I put it on, whatchamacallit? Hold on, let me take this off because my background doesn't like to work. I drew, and he did a color, but this is Louise Belcher. That's awesome. Hey. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, Bob Burgers. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, I'm trying to get out of my superhero bubble and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, man, I just like to doodle, and people seem to like them online. So I'm just going to continue to do it until it's just not fun anymore. But last week, I didn't draw anything, and I did. I got a couple of messages. They were like, where's your drawing, punk? <laughs> like, sorry, man. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then that brought on a whole, that, that brought on a whole other roller coaster of emojis. You're telling me. I'm telling you what. This week has been crazy. It's been nuts. A whole roller coaster full of emojis. All the feelings. And uh, again, not my best week, but still, we're here, man. You gotta love life, right? We're here. I hope that gets better for you. And uh, we'll be back next week on Nerd News Now. Talk about all this stuff that helps us escape. Uh, so thank you, Jen, Cass, for being with me on here. Thank you for watching and listening to Nerd News Now, part of the Kingdom of Geekdom on Woodlands Online, sponsored by Space Cadets Collection Collection and The Adventure Begins. Check out other shows on Woodlands Online like Taste Buds, Music Cafe, Adventure Begins Show with Chaz and Jared, Woodlands House and Home, The Best You, Weekly Fallout, Talk, and Between the Trees Business Talk. You can watch these on Woodlands Online and on our partner station, KBQT HD21, over there on your television. All these shows and more on Roku right now. Search and add Woodlands Online TV to your streaming lineup. And of course, you can now listen to us in podcast form wherever you get your podcasts from, including Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. I will see you next time on Nerd News Now. See you, Jim. See you next time.